Hi and welcome to Healthy Life Hacks. I'm Jennifer Jeffries, the present day wise woman, a realistic naturopath coming to you from the surfing beaches of Australia. This podcast is for those who are wanting to really rock their lives and health and live from a place of prevention. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to part two of my great skin podcast. In the previous episode, part one, I talked all about how to protect your skin, how to make sure that you're eliminating effectively for your skin, and also how to renew your skin cells. Remember I talked about the brick wall and the skin cement, which is your essential fatty acids, the good fats. That's all in the last episode. If you haven't listened to that one yet, head back to episode 47 and have a listen. Today, I'm going to finish this one off and we're going to jump straight into it while I talk about, first up, how to feed your skin. In the last episode, I talked about increasing your vitamin A, vitamin C, and vitamin E rich foods. I talked about them. Go back to the show notes as well, www.healthylifehacks.com.au, where you can see them listed out. We want to eat more foods that are going to help protect our skin from free radical damage. So go back and check that out. You may also want to think about uh, you know, taking a supplement at some stage, which is going to help also with the collagen and elastin in your body. I'm going to throw a link to the marine collagen that I personally like to use. Go and check that out. It'll be in the show notes. But I am also a big user of essential fatty acids, the good oils. And particularly, I'm a big fan of flaxseed oil. Now, remember I talked about in the brick wall, you've got the bricks which are your cells, the good oils like flaxseed oil, fish oils, absolutely are the cement that holds our skin cells together. It keeps the integrity there to protect the acid mantle of our skin, which is our really, it's our only barrier to protect us from the outside world. Now, if you're a fish lover, to be able to get enough of the good oils from fish, it's got to be cold water fish. It's got to be cold, oily fish. So things like your, you know, your wild salmon, where I live at the Gold Coast and the Great Barrier Reef's just up the road. So our fish is not cold water fish. It's warm water fish and it's very white fish. It's not oily fish. Wrong fish, it's not going to do it. Plus some veggio. So I'm a big fan of flaxseed oil. So flaxseed oil is rich in omega-3 essential fatty acids and that helps to make excellent skin cement, which is what you want to do to be able to keep those skin cells stuck together properly. We also want to avoid hydrogenated oils, trans fats. Now in episode 42, go back and have a listen to it because I talked all about the, how to basically how to make healthy butter and how to avoid the hydrogenated trans fats, the bad fats in our diet. So go back and check out episode 42. We also want to reduce sugar. You know, I'm, I'm all about eliminating, but I'm also a very realistic naturopath. So reducing is important. And if you want to know more about all the individual sugars, go to episode 32, where I tell you all the different kinds of sugars and their impact on your body. I've already talked about so many things, but so many more things in my brain to share with you yet. Lots more podcasts to come. But yeah, go back and check out 32 if you want to learn everything about sugars. We also want to increase our protein intake. So we want good, clean protein, guys, close to nature. So it's about, you know, I'm vegetarian. I'm a big fan of all the plant-based kind of uh, proteins, but I don't mind if you choose to eat, you know, eat animal, that's fine, but you want grass fed close to nature, just keep it clean. It's so important. And that's with everything in life, close to nature. The further we take it away, the more acidic and more crappy it is to our body, more inflammatory responses it, have, it has, and it all ends up impacting our skin. And it makes it also harder. Remember your skin I talked about in the last episode, 
operates like a third kidney. It is the biggest eliminating organ in your body. So if you're eating crap, trust me, your skin's going to pay the price. If toxins don't come out through your poos and peas, they come out of your skin because your skin is the biggest eliminating organ in your body. So that's a little bit about some nutrition. And I know it's high end, but if you get those key points right, you nail it. You really nail it. And then the biggest one, and I've talked about on just so many podcasts, is water. Remember, you need about 33 mils per kilo per day of water and just water. You can track that through so many of my podcasts, but water is so important because that's a big key in keeping the toxins mobilized. Time now to talk about essential oils. So step five, let's talk about this. The thing to understand is your skin has seven layers, but three kind of areas within the layers. The first one is the epidermis, which is closest to the surface. Then you've got the dermis and the subcutis. And different essential oils really relate to the different areas that we're wanting to treat. Now, the epidermis, the surface, it's more things like your citrus oils, things like bergamot, lemon, rosemary, orange, tea tree, and rose essential oils. Excellent for that. The thing to remember is that bergamot essential oil is a phototoxic oil. You don't apply that in a body oil and then head out into the sun, or you have a chance of increasing the chances of you sunburning. That's just a side note, guys. The dermis, the essential oils that relate to the dermis, that middle layer of your skin, lavender, chamomile, and geranium. And the subcutis, which are the deep layers of the skin, we're looking at things like your sandalwoods and your vetivers and jasmine and cypress and frankincense, the luscious essential oils. They, they're, they're rich and literally you're, you're putting that richness into those deep layers of your skin to keep them all plump and lovely. Now, we all know we've got different skin types. And for those of you who are whinging that you've got oily skin, be happy because oily skin means that you age slower, provided you're still drinking enough water and that. But let's talk about which essential oils are most useful for the different skin types. Now, this is if you're making up body oils or face oils. And I said in the last episode how I've only used face oils, summer, winter, across every kind of climatic condition around the world for 20 years of traveling. I'm a big fan of skin oils. The thing to know is with skin oils, with oil, or using oils in your skin, is that a little bit goes a long way. So if you're using to apply oils, just have your hands moist, you know, like just a few drops of water and then just a couple of drops of oil, massage it and, and apply it because a little bit of oil goes a really long way. But I promise your skin is able to just take up all that nourishment so well. So let's play. Normal skin. So if you've got normal skin, this is where that kind of oil and moisture levels in your, your skin are balanced. So your skin looks, you know, youthful and soft and plump and dewy and that healthy glow that is said that we get and healthy color. So the essential oils that help with people with normal skin are neroli, which is orange blossom, geranium, and that's the bourbon geranium. That's a true geranium. Although rose geranium is also excellent for skin. Palmarosa, I love palmarosa, such an amazing essential. And pettigrain, pettigrain's taken from the leaves of the orange tree. So that's if you've got normal skin. Now, if you've got oily skin or acne, you'll know that you've got that shiny, oily kind of appearance. Maybe your pores are a lot larger and maybe you're more prone to breakouts and blackheads and things like that. So the kind of essential oils we use for that type of skin are bergamot. But remember I said bergamot, we don't use like in a face oil or something, if we're going to be going out into the sun, you would put that in your night oil if you chose. Cedarwood, cypress, lavender, 
and the Tasmanian lavender or the French Alpine lavender are excellent lavenders when it comes to skin care. Lemon, palmarosa, geranium. You know, geranium is said to balance the oil production in the skin. It's a great essential oil. Sandalwood, juniper, and ylang-ylang. Wonderful essential oils. I'll actually put, I was just thinking, I'll actually put a link in the show notes to my book uh, that I wrote, which is like my Aromatherapy 101 book, which is called Amazing Sense. I'll throw a link in uh, in the show notes for that. Now, if you've got dry skin, which we see a lot of people tend to get as they age, and you know, I'm in the surf, gosh, three to five days a week. I do everything wrong for my skin, so to speak, and yet my skin is aging really well with me. So dry skin, if you've got that dry skin where you're starting to lack that natural kind of oil and moisture in your skin, and it can be really fine and it wrinkles easily, and it's just, it's lost that kind of plumpness, so you want to use essential oils like neroli, rose, sandalwood, palmarosa, rosewood, but make sure it's ethically sourced because they've been just killing all the rainforest in Brazil taking rosewood trees. Make sure it's ethically sourced. All essential oils, you want them ethically sourced. Patchouli, carrot seed, and frankincense. And then if you've got, you know, you think combination skin, oh, I'm kind of got an oily tea and dry hair and that kind of stuff. Well, Go back to, you know, if you're more oily one day or more dry one day or whatever, use the oils that I suggested for that skin type because we always have a dominant skin type. Even if you do fluctuate between oily and dry, you still have a dominant one. So use those. And then depending on how you're going to apply it, you want to use the cold pressed vegetable oil as your base oils. Now, there are so many you can choose from, whether it's almond oil or apricot kernel oil, or I'm a big fan of avocado oil and macadamia oil. Those two are in my face oil all the time. Uh, I love, you know, avocado oil is really rich in vitamin A. It's excellent. Uh, I'm a big fan of jojoba oil. That's also, in, it's a standard in my base for my face oil. Uh, it, it's truly and pretty much my body oil as well. Pretty much most of the year round, I use a combination personally of avocado, jojoba and uh, macadamia oil as the base that I dilute the essential oils into. Follow the normal safety dilutions for aromatherapy essential oils. Like I said, I'll put a link to my 101 kind of aromatherapy book. But if you've got, yeah, you can just Google that nowadays too, but there's, there's so much information out there on dilutions. So just follow the normal safety rules. And yeah, I have you, I am, I am sweaty as hell today. It's a very humid, sweaty day here at the Gold Coast. So I have a bit of a glow about me. Um, but that's nothing to do with the oil. That's literally just, you know, it's a sweaty day where I'm living, middle of summer. It's awesome. Uh, but using skin oils, I challenge you, any kind of moisturizer or lotion, like I talked about in the previous episode, is getting oil and water to mix. The way they get them to mix is they use a wax. Now, depending on the wax, it makes it really hard for your skin to breathe. Remember, your skin is the biggest eliminating organ. When you're using a an oil moisturizer, your skin breathes constantly. It is a big secret to great skin, guys. It really is. So think about doing that. Now, step six is we want to change constantly. Why? Because your body get your body's bloody clever. It'll adapt to anything. So if you're doing the same thing all the time, you know, it, it does. And so for me, you know, I changed my face oil seasonally. You know, I'm nearly 60 years old and I'm, I'm in the sun all the time, whether it's gardening or surfing, my body is subjected to the elements. And so I'm very protective of my skin, but exactly what I'm telling you here, guys, is exactly what I do. And I'm a big intaker of water. 
you know, 70% of good skin is water. Do everything you can to help your body to be eliminating toxins properly and stay hydrated from the inside. If you do all the oils and everything and still don't have enough water in your body, I promise your body is being taxed. Okay. So things you'll change constantly. So I, like I said, I change my, my body oils and face oils uh, kind of seasonally, you know, summer to winter. There's not much difference between spring and autumn in that where I live. It, it's pretty much, you know, hot and humid or it's winter. That's it. It's kind of, yeah, it just is. That's the way the weather is here. The kind of things that I'll vary are which cold pressed vegetable oils that I use as a base oil. So whether, you know, if I am going somewhere where I know it is a lot colder, you know, in winter and stuff, I'll use more macadamia because it's a much richer base. Um, if I'm, you know, going to be up in tropical North Queensland, I remember when I lived up in North Queensland, I used a lot more apricot kernel. It's a much finer oil. So it just depends on what you're wanting to use. If I've had a session out in the sun, like if I've had a big surfing session, I'm a big fan of aloe vera. Uh, so pure aloe vera, and I'll add lavender to that to help settle things down. Wheat germ is rich in vitamin E. That's your natural kind of antioxidant as well. And also remember you're wanting to make sure that you're bringing your flaxseed, things like flaxseed, the good omega-3 essential fatty acids into your diet. You want to be having them, you know, I use more in winter because this skin, the air is naturally drier. And I, I like to live in humidity. Actually, if you live somewhere where it's humid, your body also ages slower, provided you have enough of the water that you're doing. So yeah, good oils are really important too, guys. Track down a good version of a flaxseed oil. Uh, always keep it stored in the fridge. And if you use fish oil, same deal. Keep them stored in the fridge. Omega-3s are destroyed with heat and light. So remember, think about it this way, just with your skin, change with the seasons. The same that when the seasons start changing, the humidity goes out of my air here somewhere around about May and we start coming into cooler, drier and winds, which are really drying on the skin, I definitely change up my body oils and face oil. If you find that you're getting really dry skin in cold weather, just check that you're not having too long a hot showers. So too long a hot showers, too long a hot baths, you wash that skin cement out of between the, like the skin bricks, the skin cells, and that's where you'll get kind of dry and itchy in cold weather. If you're getting dried lips, you need extra protection. Now, I'm a big fan of um, beeswax kind of lip balms. I just am. I like beeswax close to nature. Now, if it's dry, if you live in a dry, hot climate and you're living with air conditioning and things like that, you'll find that your blood rushes to your face often to try and have your body cool it. So drink the water, drink the water, drink the water. Not iced water because that doesn't help remember that puts a fire out in your belly I talk about that in previous episodes but you just keep your water intake up room temperature water is best and if you live in the the humidity kind of areas like I am da, 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 well you don't need a lot of skincare in general but you've got to keep your water up and think about using skin oils so step seven, the last one is to avoid toxins. Well, we can't really avoid toxins, but I thought I'd list off a few of the worst ones. So, you know, if you're a smoker, just get off it, you know, and I know that's said, easier said than done, but seriously, smoking ages, it is the biggest oxidizer on your skin, smoking. So sort that out. Stimulants, so your tea, coffee, alcohols, those kind of things, they also are toxic to your skin. They're hard work for your body to eliminate. Sun damage. You know, being out in the sun, I'm really, I'm going to talk about sun damage separately, but sun, then, you know, the sun is a huge oxidizer on our skin. It really is. I already talked about that we want to eat close to nature. The closer to nature, the easier it is for your skin to breathe and work. 
uh, and to stay young, the further we are from nature, the more we tax our body. Uh, this is a, it, it's not hippie we were, it's true science guys, but negative thoughts about our self and our skin feed the skin condition. And we see it a lot in things like psoriasis and eczema and even pimples. When you see the pimple, I swear, you can't see anything else on your face. You can just see the pimple. And that your attention on that creates a stress that create, which makes your body more acidic, which feeds condition. So positive self-talk and language, and I've spoken about that across so many of the podcasts, is really important. Just be gentle with yourself. You wouldn't talk to a little kid the way that you talk to yourself so many times. So think about doing that. Now, we again, we can't make toxins go away. We can't avoid them, but we've got to be able to just keep them mobilized. And that's a few ways that I make sure I'm keeping things mobilized all the time. So check back to the last episode as well, where I talk about those things too. So let's talk about the sun for a moment. The sun is one of the biggest oxidizers to our skin. And I surf, I was out in the surf for two hours this morning. A big thing that I do is I sunrise surf. Why? And this morning I was in the water by 5.30 uh, for two hours out by 7.30. I don't go, it's rare that I'll go into, I'll go surfing between 10 and 2. I just don't. Because that way I don't have to wear any sunscreens. I can just be me. And the tan I've got is literally just an accumulated tiny little bits each day. That's it. And if I do, if I know I'm going to be doing gardening or something where, or in the surf, like over Christmas, I was in the surf a bit longer. Through those times, I wear a rashi, which is like a long sleeve uh, shirt. I, I cover up. I use a, a physical sun blocker. I'll wear a hat if I'm playing out in the garden in that time of the day. Um, I use a physical sun blocker. I'm not a fan of sunscreens. I just am not a fan of sunscreens, guys. The, the rules on companies in Australia as to what they're allowed to use to class it as a sunscreen are obscene. It's obscene that the chemicals and nasties that they make companies use to call something a sunscreen. What I use, if I know I'm out in the sun for that long, is I use good old-fashioned zinc cream. Zinc's an antioxidant. That's what I use. And it works kind of like a physical blocker. Now, what's really cool nowadays is you can get some, some runnier, you know, kind of zincs compared to the zinc creams that we had when I was a little kid. But that's what I use. If I know I'm in the sun, I use a physical block. So I'll cover up my arms and all that kind of stuff with clothing. I don't care if I look like a dick. I just don't. I'm going to look after my skin. I make sure I load with water and I'll use a zinc-based cream. That's what I'll do. And I make sure that I, you know, clean it off, off properly at the end of the session. That's it. But ultimately, I aim to avoid that harsh sun at that time of the day. So I have covered so much in these two podcasts, guys. I really encourage you as the Healthy Life Hacks, just to go to the show notes, go to www.healthylifehacks.com.au. Grab the show notes because everything's listed out there. The foods I've talked about, the essential oils I've talked about, everything is listed there. Go there. Don't try and do everything at once, okay? I know you get excited and you just want to do it all at once, but that's where people set themselves up for failure integrate one little thing this week and then build on that. If you can do that, you'll get that long-term change in your health and that will be reflected in your skin.
Also on the show notes, I've actually got the face diagram, which shows that where when you're getting uh, breakouts or any skin reactions in different areas of your face, what it means to where it's relating to, to which body systems. So that's all in the show notes. Remember www.healthylifehacks.com.au. And in the next episode, I'm going to be talking about how to move feelings like where life is Groundhog Day. 2020 is over. And I know for so many people, it has felt like Groundhog Day. Same stuff, day in, day out. No, just so restrictive. There was so much to 2020. And so in the next episode, I'm going to talk about how you can move your feelings and mindset to get you out of feeling. We can't change it again. We can't take... We can't change what's going on, but we can have our, we can adapt our attitude and mindset to what's going on so that we don't feel like it's just Groundhog Day. So make sure you tune into that episode. I want to thank you for being here today. If you enjoyed my podcast, please let me know by leaving a review where you're listening in from. Every month, I draw one lucky person who leaves a review to have a free one hour consultation with me. If you would like to receive a free copy of my Feed Your Body ebook, simply click the link in the comments below and join my newsletter and we will get that free ebook sent to you. I welcome your emails and you can write to me at podcast at healthylifehacks.com.au. Until next time, remember when it comes to life, live it, love it and get on with it.